We wish to acknowledge the traditional caretakers of the land we record this podcast on, the Yuggera people and their continued connection to the land and waterways of Yuggera country. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello and welcome to The Sports Social, bringing you the joy, humanity and heartbreak from this week in sport. I'm Georgie. And I'm Libby. Where are you coming from today? I'm reporting to you live from Falls Creek. (laughs) Georgie has one podcast episode and she's already unrelatable to the average person now. She's going skiing in her lodge. I'm on on holidays. I'm not in a lodge. I'm in a bunker. I'm in a bunker that has metal metal bars on the outside so that the snow doesn't bury us. Oh, (laughs) with your mulled wine, I hope. There's no mulled wine. I have three children. There's There's no mulled wine. But it is beautiful. This is such an amazing resort. The snow in Australia this year has been fantastic. There's so many runs open. It's been a lovely start to a holiday. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I'm teasing you about being (laughs) out of touch with the average man. It's just classic Georgie. The episode, the the sports social has really gone to your head. (laughs) No. I actually worked in a couple of ski resorts when I was a uni student, worked as a rental tech and then as a barista. So I come from ski seasons overseas, working hard to then ski hard. I so, did not the f- know that you were a barista over at the snowfields. That's why you I always was, make me a You can make a mean flat white. You do. You genuinely do. Which is quite a thing in North America. They're hard to get. Yeah, so this is the first time I've been skiing since for 10 years this is the first time skiing with kids and it's not as bad as I thought it would be that's awesome I thought trying to get gloves poles boots neck warmers etc with children would be punishing but they've been quite good I would recommend it that's awesome Mm. um Mm. Georgie massive show today massive huge because We have a very special guest calling in live from Birmingham. We have the incredible Commonwealth Games gold medalist, Matt Denny. Congratulations. What an absolute blinder of an event you had winning the Commonwealth Games gold medal in the men's discus. You And let's be honest, like you kind of crushed it like any of your throws would have won. So pretty awesome. Yeah, look. Thank yeah, thanks for having me on. I yeah, it was a good it was a good night. Like I, I had fun and I think like kind of the best part about it was I was really locked in and like I was ready to compete really aggressively but I had a lot of fun um during the comp. Like I, I really enjoyed the whole process and I was able to enjoy the atmosphere and the whole games and in itself but also be able to do what I needed to. So yeah, it was good. I I'm in good form and like I'm having a couple of nights off at the moment, which is lovely, and celebrating with friends and everything. But yeah, like still, still hoping to carry the rest of the form for the last couple of comps of the season. So. It's such a joy to watch you. I I started being aware of who you were uh, at the Olympics last year, and you do you just carry such joy and fun and like playfulness through not only your competition but through your social media as well. It's just it's just magic. Is that kind of your secret weapon, do you think? I think that, like, people are definitely taken back sometimes, especially my competitors, on the way that I am relaxed and can be quite jovial. Like, that's just, like, my natural self and the way that I've grown up with my family and the way that we interact and stuff. So, yeah, I think it helps me feel comfortable and 
I think some people yeah might, might get thrown by it, but yeah, I don't know. I just I I enjoy what I do. I love what I do. I love my job and what I get to do for a living and stuff. Get to travel the world and compete, and you know, there's nothing better than doing what you love, but also doing it the right way and peaking at the right time and being competitive and and winning the competitions that you want and stuff. You know, you said you saw me at one of my peak moments in my career the other night where I was in good form. I was in the zone and I was just loving life and enjoying what I was doing. So I don't know. I, 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 just, I just want to be me and, and do what I love to do and be myself when I do it. So, yeah, it's been really great. Matt, is that how you've fallen into the role of the unofficial team spirit captain for the Australian athletics team? <laughs> I um, Yeah, we, we could run with that, I guess. I think we could agree. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I think, you know, when... I, and obviously we're referring to especially the part where I'm walking around with Brandon Stark's roommate and did someone yes. order a Starkachino. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's just more, you know, bringing that Australian uh, charisma, maybe. Like, I don't know, like, you know, loving what you're doing and supporting your friends when, you know, when they need it. And, you know, these are, this is some of the biggest competitions for your friends and when they're competing. So, being there and being able to show that you're supporting them in not only cheering but also bringing attention to them and and everything and supporting them on their way like it's I don't know I love it it's just great fun and and especially with Starkey like in Tokyo it was, I was done I wanted to relax I had a, I had a very stressful year that year and I thought you know I'm gonna have a go have fun and try and provide some entertainment for everyone at home because I know everyone's stuck in lockdown and not having fun with COVID. So I was like, well, how can I provide for everyone and, and have fun and interact with everyone in a way that, you know, isn't in person. But everyone, I knew everyone was going to be glued to their TVs anyway and everyone wanted Stark to win. So um, I wanted to carry on the tradition and Starkey was obviously not in a great place leading into this with injury. And, you know, a lot of people underestimate how tough it is to have a bruised heel and jump high jump. Mm-hmm. Like, that man went through a lot of pain doing that comp and I wanted to be there supporting him and during that and I guess keep still bringing that support in a fun way, trying to take his mind away from how much he was hurting. And yeah, just you know, have fun with it. I think you really do bring so much joy <laughs> to people and, and that's what Georgie and I love about sport in general is that joy, that friendship, mateship, connection uh that you're able to bring not only to your competition which obviously intimidates a lot of your competitors because I think people are thrown when you're just kind of having a laugh and being silly before you're competing but also to the broader team it's it's absolutely magic to watch what what events do you have coming up for the rest of the year so I've got two more comps to finish off the year so I have the Diamond League final in Zurich which is on the 7th of September so I've got about a three-week re-prep for that, which is nice. I get a little bit of time off. Uh, not time off, but time to just kind of chill out, get some work done, um, and then kind of freshen up for that again. And then I think it's like four days later, I have another comp in Croatia, and then I'm done. I get to go home and get married and have a bucks party and have fun with it, fun at home. And I've been away since the 9th of May. So I've been, been nearly up to four and a half months. So. Wow. Yeah, so it's, I'm You're keen ready. to get home. Like I'm, yeah, I am ready to go. I'm ready to go home now, to be honest. But I'm also, I'm very, I'm still teething because I 
haven't caught the throw that I'm looking for. Like I haven't caught the big one yet, which is, you know, I was super stoked with the consistency with Com Games, but I still didn't catch that throw. I thought Com Games was on the card. Ah, uh, Com Games record was on the cards, and that was obviously Oz record as well. That was my real goal to at least knock that out. So, you know, super super happy, but definitely know that I'm not done yet with when it comes to how far I can throw. And I've got two comps at least this year to hopefully achieve that. That's amazing to know that you've done a personal best. You crushed the entire competition with every single throw at the Commonwealth Games and yet you still have the big one that you're going after. I absolutely love that. Matt, congratulations again and good luck for the rest of the rest of your year. And getting married. Ah! Oh, that's no, unbelievable. Thank what you. a year you're having. Yeah, no. I know it's it's a it's a big one, that's for sure. I've I've found it very well to be away for four and a half months and not really have to do too much for the wedding. So you've nailed um, that. In fact, that, but, that's a highlight yeah, for your year. Oh, yeah, babe. Oh, I've got to go away. Damn Sorry, it. I'm working oh, hard. Yeah, I've got to go throw yeah, some no, stuff so overseas. Fun. You choose. You choose. Yeah, babe, I've got to go throw heavy plates for a living. I I just can't do it. Sorry, it's up to you. So. Um, you nailed nah, that. But, Perfection. Uh, yeah, big year. We'll let you go and enjoy the rest of your night in Birmingham. <laughs> Make sure you have, ha- ha- <laughs> no, have thank a, you. Have a pint for us. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, thank you guys so much for having me on. It was great to chat. I l- absolutely love him. If you want to hear more from him, you can listen to his podcast. This is Athletics. We'll have the link in the show notes. But Georgie, he's not the only one who's been performing brilliantly at the Commonwealth Games. This past week. There's been a lot happening on the athletics track. Uh, you would have heard about, hopefully, Ollie Hoare mm-hmm. taking out gold in the 1500-metre men's race. That was – I have not stopped talking about that race since I watched it, mainly because at the start they go through all the different competitors and give you a bit of a bio on what they've been up to, and it was literally, you know, this is a silver medalist from Tokyo. He is the current world champ. He's the former world champ. And they sort of were like, oh, and here's Ollie Hall. He's having a pretty good season, you know, but nothing special. And that guy, he just sat at the front but didn't really make a move. And really with 30 metres to go, it still wasn't clear that he was going to take out the gold. It was just the gutsiest race I've ever seen. It was so, so good. And for me, one of the highlights is Bruce McAvaney and his commentary. Oh. <laughs> like, isn't he just the most magic uh, caller of – Races. He's the man with the stats. He is the man with the stats and the excitement and Tamsin Mano, formerly known as Tamsin Lewis, she just got so emotional in that moment as well. And it's like the first time that we've won that event at the Commonwealth Games since Herb Elliott. Like that's crazy. Yeah, they were all on their feet. They were all visibly emotional about what they were witnessing. It was really special. Go Ollie Hall. Yeah, amazing. Amazing, amazing. Anything else? What's, what, el- what else have we won? Because <laughs> that's pretty much all we do at the Commonwealth Games, right? Yeah. You would know more than me. Is, this, is it typical for Australia to be performing this well at a Com Games? Like it, it's at the point where it almost seems unfair <laughs> that we're doing so well. I think that's why as spectators we love it because we do often just absolutely trounce everybody. Uh, you know, in the swimming we had – multiple clean sweeps of the medals, um, yeah, and loads of different events. I mean, Emma McKeon was absolutely magic. She's now the the greatest medal. <laughs> she has the greatest med- medal tally. I think it's 20 medals that she has from the Commonwealth Games. So she's like our greatest of all time. 
not just at the Olympics but also at the Commonwealth Games because why not? Yeah. Um, she mm. was absolutely magic. But, yeah, we are. We're very competitive at the Commonwealth Did Games. Did you know that the Diamonds, which is the Australian netball team, took out our 1,000th gold medal? <laughs> That's hard. Really? Couldn't, I couldn't say that. <laughs> one 1,000th. They took out that gold medal this morning. They were at level pegging with Jamaica at halftime and Jamaica had beat them on the way to this gold medal match. Oh, really? And they, ca- Yeah, and they came out in the third quarter and they just dominated. Wow. And from there it was just, it got a bit tight towards the end, but you were pretty confident that we were going to get this gold medal. And it's, it's interesting with netball because it's not a, an Olympic sport. So the Commonwealth Games is really kind of right up there in terms of their competitions on the world stage. And so it's hyper-competitive and very Oh, so competitive. And so many of those girls that are in the different teams from the different countries are actually playing in our super netball league here in Australia. So there are lots of faces that everyone knew. And I think that league in Australia is really bringing up the quality of the international competition Mm. we're now seeing. That's brilliant. We moved away from athletics, but we hadn't had a chance to quickly talk about. Sorry, we digress. <laughs> the, you went straight to swimming. Um, <laughs> that's a classic me move. Yeah, I'm like, let's. That's Back great. To every other sport. <laughs> that's great about athletics, but what about the swimming, George? <laughs> Did I talk to you about swimming? Yes. The, we had a great uh, result in the women's jab last night, um, and of course, Matt Denny was on the sidelines watching and cheering them on. Amazing. So we had Mackenzie Little, who was in the lead up until the last round of throws, and then Kelsey Lee Barber came up for her last throw and smashed it out of the park and well, took gold. Because she's the world champion from that event like yep. a month ago. Yeah, so she'd ago. just come from Oregon with the world champs and was performing okay, but that last throw she just put it out there and took home gold. What a, what a champion. It was pretty good to watch. Uh, we haven't spoken about the cricket. That happened overnight. Australia. <laughs> that, ha- that happened. <laughs> just, just another thing that happened. <laughs> Did we win? Yeah. Oh, yes. So we, the Aussie girls have now won the T20 World Champs, the One Day International World Championships, and now they have a Commonwealth gold medal for Amazing. T20. And they beat India with nine runs to spare. Oh. Like it was a tight match. Oh, is that a tight match? I was, I was going to be like, oh, that sounds like a thrashing. No, that's really close. Okay. What was really, what was also interesting about that match is that Talia McGrath tested positive for COVID on Sunday and she was still allowed to play. So that seems controversial. The Com Games have had a rule, I believe, that you are allowed to participate even if you've tested positive as long as you're asymptomatic. Oh, wow. And that she must have fit into that criteria. So she, well, she sat separately to the rest of the team while Australia was batting. When it was her turn to bat, she came out, she batted, she came back and sat separately again. And she took an absolute screamer of a catch when Australia was in the field. All the team came over to celebrate with her and she was like, no, no, don't come any closer. And she sort of stood away from the rest of the group. Just like clapping celebrating. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Really cool. I I find that fascinating because everything is so still, you know, obviously COVID protected. You know, you see everyone with masks on other than the athletes when they're competing. So that well, surprises think me. That might be the Australian team in particular. I think mm. we have 
more stringent COVID rules than, say, the rest of the athletes participating. Australia's taken a different approach to COVID management in Birmingham this year. The other thing I want to tell you about is a little story that happened earlier in the week, back when the men's gymnastics were on. This is a good one. And Tyson Bull was able to participate in the high bar. I think it's called the high bar. The top competitor from Australia had had to pull out because he had an illness. The next competitor, Clay Stevens, was given the opportunity to compete and said, do you know what? No, you need to let Tyson Bull participate. Tyson had not made it through to the finals. He had an in, a foot injury, was really impacting his performance. And his mate in the gymnastics team said, no, you, you go and do the final. I know this is your event. You should go and do it. And Tyson Bull went on to take the silver and landed his dismount with what must be must have been the most painful foot. Like the agony he was in when he hit that landing was quite obvious to see. But it was just such a such a beautiful moment and such a, another great demonstration of mateship and sport being a bit more than just your outcomes at something like the Commonwealth Games. And I I love this story because Clay, he seems like a real character. He was kind of seen with a, a cork hat. Cork hat. Yeah. <laughs> and Crocs. And Crocs. I mean, just how Australian. <laughs> I, I feel like we need to inf- like have Clay Thomas and Matt Denny met. Yeah, I think that would be a really interesting combination of Australian team spirit. Yes. I mean, they should be the unofficial spirit managers of the entire Australian team, right? Um, hey, I've got I've got a bit of news from the diving. Oh, okay. Do you want to hear? Okay. This is a yep. this is probably my favorite story from the con- I mean, it's that's a big call because there's been so many amazing stories. It's and your current favorite story. It's my it's my current favorite story. Very very good descriptor. No, the diving. So Melissa Wu, who I went to the 2006 Commonwealth Games for, she was 14 at the time. Oh wow! So 2006 Commonwealth Games. She was 14. She's now 30, still competing, and she uh, did the synchronised diving with a girl called Charlie Petrov, who is currently 14. So when Melissa was competing at the 2006 Commonwealth Games, Charlie was not born. And now they went on to win the Commonwealth Games gold medal for the synchronised diving. And I'm just like, that's amazing. Like, how cool is that? That for one, Mel Wu, who is just a legend of the diving sport. She won medals last year at the Tokyo Olympics. She's had um, back injuries and she's had to overcome so much in her, her young life. And then she's gotten to win a Commonwealth Games gold medal with the next generation, like the new Melissa Wu. It's just yeah, magic. It's poetic. It is poetic. It is. Did you ever do any – you spent a lot of time around pools. Did you ever do any diving? I did, actually. You know what? Fun story. I don't know if you know this or whether this was like a nice segue. (laughs) Who's to say? Um, I actually did diving and we had a video crew come out, I think, for some sort of journalist. I was like 10 at – find that footage. I was like 10 at the time and – I was watching Skippy the Bush Kangaroo after school or whatever and I saw me diving on Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. So they'd obviously taken the footage from the news journalist report, whatever they were doing at the um, Centenary Pool in Brisbane and put it on Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. I was like, maybe I've dreamt that. Maybe I've just... (laughs) Have you merged two memories? (laughs) 
That's what I've been telling myself for a really long time. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure that was me. Doesn't sound consistent with the Skippy (laughs) storyline. Maybe Skippy was learning to type that that day. (laughs) That sounds plausible, right? Totally plausible. Okay, so... Do you, did you ever do any Olympic – did you ever train with, with any of the Olympic team or the state teams at the pools you were at? Yes. Yeah, so, um, oh, that's the actual story that you wanted to talk to me about. I vague – sorry, I have vague recollections because at one point when we lived together, you would be doing this hardcore um, corset, hardcore mm. corset, and it had come from one of the diving teams and it was yeah. like a seven-minute – set that was just everyone was broken by the end of it yeah so I um when I was living in New South Wales I was training with the N-Swiss diving team because I wanted to get my core strong and yeah it was with Mel Wu's coach Travis Sabrino and yeah he I mean he was magic it the <laughs> I've actually tried to do that session recently <laughs> as a 37 Did year you old die? mother of three and I'm like uh, I can do like two, two very average um, repetitions of what they were doing. It's it like it's honestly amazing the core control, the ability that they have to work their bodies in like to twist and be so flexible but so strong. It's yeah, I don't, I honestly don't know how they do it. It's amazing. We can only watch in awe. Yes, yeah, and I used to be able to do it, and now I'm like, eh, no, <laughs> it's too hard. Just appreciate the other athletes. We'll just appreciate it. It's great. So we're coming to the end of the show. What have you been talking, thinking about? Um, <laughs> just life things. I have been thinking about how good it is to get back to a sport you haven't done in a long time. Ooh. So skiing was something I learnt for the first time when I was 18 when I did a ski season uh, and worked in a ski shop, rental shop in America. And I kind of thought that part of my life was now behind me and I wouldn't get to do it much anymore now that I had children. And yesterday, clicking into those skis and sliding off down the slopes, I just had the biggest grin on my face and just was reliving all those great memories from so many years ago. And I just can just highly recommend going back to something you used to love Mm. when it came to sport or activity and giving it another go because even if you think it isn't relevant to you anymore, it's going to bring back all those memories and you might not be as good as you used to be, but it's so much fun mm. and you're allowed to have fun when you're a grown up. Yes. We stop having fun. We stop playing. We need to not yeah. do that. Just keep playing. Yeah. I mean, I looked at some of the little jumps on the side and I'm not ready to hit those yet. By the end but- of the week, George, you'll have enough mulled wine in you. <laughs> you'll be <laughs> It's tea and coffee. It's tea and coffee. That's all I've had. You've got to have your wits about you out there. It's so no maybe, fun. Maybe you need some Dutch courage with your mulled wine to no. go off the jump. We are not advocating for that. <laughs> um, the thing that I want to kind of put out there for people who have been living under a rock and have not seen this TV show. So it's kind of, it's like sport adjacent. It's not necessarily sport or activity exactly. But Ted, Ted Lasso. Oh, I still haven't seen it. Georgie, I, I, I put it in here because it's kind of a jab at you to watch it finally because you're like 
only one of one person in the world who hasn't watched it. But there could uh, be others. There, there might sh- be others. I'm sure there are others. So that's why I wanted to put it in our podcast because Ted Lasso, the show, it's um, it's this American football coach, NFL coach, who then gets kind of taken over to England to be a soccer coach for this um, little team over there and it's joyful, it's heartwarming, it's beautiful. Like there's one episode and the people who have watched Ted Lasso will know the episode that I'm talking about, The Hug, which I have watched that particular episode about five times because I cry every wow. single time. It's just, really? it's beautiful. It's like, it's men talking about emotions. It's uh, the complications between different relationships and navigating um, breakups and childhood traumas and all different things. And you'd think that sounds like it's going to be super depressing, but it's honestly the most joyful, funny, heartwarming show. And I really railed against it because my sister actually recommended it to me for a really long time. <laughs> and, what like, the, and then what? So, no, you're not going to listen to it? I was like, ugh. Are you five? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, ugh. I don't – it sounds stupid. It's so good. It's honestly – you'll thank me later for watching it. Okay. All right. Well, I'm on holidays, so I might give that a go. I'll have time. Good. Do it. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, that's all we have time for on the sports social. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. We will be doing, we will be talking about other sports. We're very hyper aware that we have been talking a lot about the Commonwealth Games, but there is so much happening in the world of sport, including we will deep dive into the F1 dramas. <laughs> yes, because now we follow car racing. <laughs> because that's what we do. <laughs> Our husbands don't recognise us anymore. We are into cars. And we'll, and w- we'll explain why we follow <laughs> the F1s next week. What else will we talk about next week? We'll give a bit of an update of where the AFL and the Rugby League are up to. We'll touch on how the Wallabies are going in their campaign over in Argentina. And we'll just sort of have a look around and see if there's any grassroots stories that we think really need to be given a little bit more attention. Yeah, because that's something that Georgie and I are – really passionate about is that grassroots level sport so if you do have a story about your local team or the amazing work that a particular sport is doing in your community make sure you let us know we'd love to hear about it and we really want to shine spotlights on the amazing volunteers and all of the coaches that do incredible work for our kids in the community if you want to hear more from us it would be really great if you could rate and review like subscribe Find us on our social at the Sports Social Podcast. Send us a message there if you need to. Yes, absolutely. But otherwise, we hope you have a fabulous week and we'll talk to you then. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.